sauce, pasta, pasta, pasta poutine. This is the poutine. Fries, cheese curds, and chicken gravy. This is the poutine. Hi, everyone. It is Nina, your host of Pass the Poutine Podcast. Today, we have Sabrina on the show. Hi, Sabrina. Hi. You are a... I am an, a Indian woman from Canada, living in Surrey. <laughs> so, because I know, like, I identify as, like, Asian-Canadian. Do you identify as Asian-Canadian? I usually just identify myself as Canadian. Like, I don't... Like, I didn't grow up in a very, like, Asian household. So, like, oh, okay. I tend to just say Canadian, but, like... Technically, yeah, Asian Canadian. <laughs> I love it. So I wanted to talk about like where you grew up. Did you grow up in BC? Yeah, I actually grew up like in Surrey, BC, so, all my whole life. So for people that don't know, people that aren't local, like what is Surrey famous for, or what is Surrey? <laughs> Unfortunately, we're like not like the best looked upon city in the area. Okay. But I was just gonna say when I was driving to your place, I. T- I drove by two cop cars, like separate cop cars. They were of the same pact. I think there's one parked right outside your house right now. Did you know? Yeah, we saw that earlier. We like <laughs> okay, that's not normal. Like okay, okay. We, that just happened to be tonight. Like there was a cop car outside, and I was like, oh, that's weird. But it fits like all the stereotypes of Surrey, which is yeah, like just drugs, gangs, all that type of stuff. <laughs> which like if we go to my high school days, I have a lot of stories about that. Oh my god, it sounds similar to me. Like growing up Vietnamese, there's just like a lot of gangs. <laughs> And, and stuff like that, man. So so what was it like growing up in BC? Like, what did your friend circle look like? And, and how was your family life at home and stuff? So I grew up in a family that wasn't super tra- traditional. So I didn't grow up, like, very brown. And I also didn't, like, look like a lot of people from my culture. So it was really hard for me to actually fit into my own race groups. So I actually ended up growing up with, like, a lot of Asian kids. And I also went to school in New Westminster, which had less brown people. It's funny that you differentiate Asian from brown. Yeah, like, I consider, like, East Asian and, like, South Asian very different. You yourself? Yeah. Okay, okay. I think, like, maybe, out, like, if you're, like, people who are white or, like, anyone looking in might lump all of us together. I mean, I feel like even, like, in the general population, people tend to, like, differentiate, like, Indian and Middle Eastern from, like... Definitely. From, like, East Asian, right? right like, it, right, I feel right. like the cultures are very, like, they can be really similar in some ways, but, like, because of, like, their looks are so different, people always, like... Oh, East Asian is Asian, but then or like they don't consider Chinese, us Asians, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. They're all Chinese. Yeah, they're all Chinese. And then yeah. like, yeah, everyone in like India and Middle East, it's like, oh, you're all Muslim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> my mom got called like a Paki growing up and stuff like that, and what? it was like my mom's like, she's like, if you're gonna be racist, at least get it right. <laughs> no, that's that's my philosophy. It's like if you're gonna be racist, like at least be funny and like get it right. Get yeah. it right. Yeah, but so you grew up with a lot of like. East Asian friends. My group was pretty, like, mixed. So, like, I had a lot, like, especially throughout high school, like, our friends were, like, Korean and Vietnamese and Chinese and Filipino. Korean, Vietnamese. Yeah. I love it. Like, my best friend who, like, my mom calls her second, her favorite daughter, actually. Oh, my God. She's, like, like, full Vietnamese. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. Wow. So, did you have a lot of Vietnamese influence in your life then? A little bit? Um, You probably know quite a bit about Vietnamese culture. I know a little bit, yeah. Like, I, well, I mean, I go to my friend's house all the time, so, like, the most I know is, like, Vietnamese food is, like, some of my favorites. Is it? So, what kind of Vietnamese food do you like? Oh, like, pho and, like, all the, like, I don't know, like, I don't know all the names of stuff, Mm -hmm. but, like, whatever she makes, it's always, like, great. I love it. Oh, my gosh, dude. Was it weird not hanging out with the other brown girls or guys? And did you feel, like, judged for that because there was. Oh, for sure. There was, like, times where I was definitely, like, especially at the beginning of high school. Like, I moved from a school in New West, so I came to Surrey 
in high school and no one knew who I was. Oh, you were so, new in high school? Yeah. That's the worst. I kind of liked it, though, because I could rebrand myself. I did not, like... Oh, young kids I didn't so do cool. I didn't do well in middle school. Like, I was bullied quite a bit. Like, I was, like, really? the kid who got shoved into lockers and stuff. No! Yeah. Okay, people can't see Serena, but she's very, very attractive. Like, very good looking. <laughs> like, no one would have been able to know. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but no, like, when I got to high school, I kind of, like, rebranded and I got, like, became this, like, super tough-ass, like, no one was gonna mess with me kid. And, I like... that. What? Yeah, no. I mean, I did, like, Taekwondo and stuff all growing up Mm -hmm. so I kind of like had a lot of that like discipline influence and stuff like that and like I think for a lot of that made me a lot stronger once I got to high school Mm because I could like start fresh so it's kind of a nice starting but on the other hand all the brown kids were like oh who is she right and why is she not like adhering to the stereotypes that we know yeah, about brown like, girls when people like started finding out i was brown they were like <laughs> started finding out you were well brown? yeah because like no one there was a lot of girls who tried to speak spanish to me in high school because they all thought i was mexican and i was like so i'm funny. so sorry <laughs> yeah and then you were like saying earlier how like you got filipino a lot too yeah i definitely well i had like really chubby cheeks as a kid and like <laughs> i don't know what it was people really thought i was like like I had a friend who called me Mexicano because she thought I was a Mexican-Filipino mix. Mexicano? I've never heard that. What? <laughs> that was like my... She started saying it and it became my nickname for like the good first three years of high school. Everyone called me that. Mexicano? She made it catch on. It was <laughs> terrible. Oh Is it even racist? Because it's like kind of funny. I don't it's know. kind of funny. It's I mean, funny. she was like Vietnamese too. So I was like, all right, I'll take it. Oh my gosh. So growing up, like what kind of food did you um, eat at home? Did you eat a lot of brown food or did... Because your house is, by the way, like super super nice and, yeah and beautiful and that's just random it's just people it's call it like so nice. they're like oh it doesn't look like a brown house i'm like what's that supposed to mean See, they're like yeah i was gonna say that but i'm like can i say that <laughs> i got that all the time people are like yeah it's like walking into an ikea store yeah yeah like uh but like not like above ikea you know like you're shopping <laughs> at like ashley's or what's the other one yeah yeah no um we did, yeah, we ate, like, some brown food. Like, usually once a week, I'll have, like, Indian food and, like, my mom. Once a week? Yeah, once a week. Uh-huh. Only once a week? Yeah. Like, my mom my mom can cook pretty good Indian food or, mm-hmm. like, her mom will sometimes, like, send food over mm-hmm. if, like, we go or we'll go over there to eat. But, like, the rest of the week, like, my dad, like, my par- both my parents are actually really good cooks mm-hmm. and they love to experiment with food. So, like, they're oh. making new, like, dishes every other week and stuff like that. It's great. Sounds so fun. Yeah. Like, one thing I noticed about brown families, I grew up with quite a few brown friends growing up. And um, whenever I would go to their house, their family is super close. And and I think it's a brown thing. Yeah. Right? Uh, for <laughs> us, like, culturally, uh, I think that's, like, one nice thing that my family, like, although we're not, like, super traditional and, like, cultural, like, the one thing we held on is, like, family values are really, really important. Super deep. Like, you yeah. never turn on, like, in brown families, like, you never turn on family, like, no matter what. It's, like, right. one of those things, like they could, like, do the worst thing in the world, and, like, I know families who will not, like, disown that person, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a good thing and a bad thing, because, like, in India, it happens a lot more where, like, sometimes, like, there's, like, you know, molestation or something in the oh family, and, like, yeah, but they'll, like, defend that person still. They'll like, defend the molester in India? Yeah, like, that happens a lot. But, like, I mean, I guess over here, it's nice, because, like, you're never gonna get kicked, like, I have friends who've, like, been kicked out of their house and stuff like that. Are they brown, or are they Asian, like, um, East Asian, Chinese? <laughs> I have one friend who's, like, mixed white and uh, Filipino. Oh, okay. But, like, his parents forced him to start paying rent and stuff, even mm-hmm. though, like, he was, like, fresh out of high school and stuff, and, like, he was working, but, like, still, it was crazy, and it's, it's like, that yeah. doesn't happen in Indian families, because, like, you're meant to take care of your family, I guess. It's, like, right. it's a different, like, system. Wow, yeah, like, I, because I know with my, like, Chinese friends, 
um, they, they I don't know, they would say they have strong family values, which I guess they do, but I would feel like the closeness isn't there. Like, when I go to brown families, I feel like the parents, they talk to their kids like they're friends, almost. Yeah, I think right? a lot of times, like, they want to they wanna be very involved in their kid's life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes too involved. Like, I definitely have friends like that <laughs> yeah. who are like, uh, like, I have a friend whose parents are, like, way more strict than mine, but, like, she wasn't even, like, able to talk to boys or anything. And, like, yeah, no, even all throughout high school to, like, grade 12, like, if she talked to boys and her mom found out, like, she was in a lot of trouble. And it was, like, crazy. But, like, she snuck around that, so. (laughs) But but for you, like, your parents were okay with that? Your parents were okay with, like, you talking about boys and... Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're chill with that? Yeah, it's... Me and my mom have a really good relationship, luckily. So, like, whenever I'm dating or if I'm, like... Not that I really dated or went on dates, like, until, like, this year. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, by the way, you are... 19. 19, yeah. Yeah. So you're... Yeah, young. It makes sense. Still pretty young, but, like, I never felt uncomfortable telling her about stuff like that. So it's, like, super nice because she's always, like, very open and, like, accepting. And I also came out as bi when I was in grade... You are lying. No. (laughs) Yeah, no. I was, like, I... I, like, came out, like, five years ago. You're you're bisexual? Yes. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, wait. So so you're 19. You came out five years ago. That means you came out when you were 14. I think I was in grade 10. Yeah, 9 or 10. Oh, my God. Yeah. So so how did you know? Like, uh, what? What? Um... (laughs) It was weird. I remember, like, I think I was walking with my friend in the hallway at school, and I said, like, I made a comment where I saw a girl who was, like, really pretty, mm-hmm. and I kind of, like, noticed in my head, and I, like, turned to her, and I was like, I think I'm gay, and she's like, she's like, I'm sorry, was that a secret? <laughs> <laughs> so your friend knew. Yeah, like, she, you. she's like, oh my like, God. she was just like, she's like, okay, like, I thought this was known, and it was so funny, because I was like, well, apparently not to me, like. Oh my, so you just, like, gave off the vibes, like, yeah. people knew, but you I, I definitely look like a lesbian for, like, a good, I cut off all my hair and more flannels most of the time, and really? I skateboarded, so, okay. like, I definitely, yeah. like, a little bit, a little bit, yeah, a little. I told my brother, and he's like, what did he say? Did he know? No, my brother was like, yeah, you think I didn't know? <laughs> like, oh my god. Everyone who I told, it was already like, no shit. <laughs> uh, duh. Yeah. Wait, so so you're bisexual, so you're attracted to men and women. Yes. Wow. So so you have a pretty close relationship with your mom. So yes. you told your mom that you're bisexual. Yeah, I think I told her, I think I did tell her in grade 10. Oh my like, gosh. Like, towards the end or something like that, like, after I figured it out. How, what, how, what, like, so, because you guys already have a close relationship, you weren't, like, scared to tell her anything like that, or? I mean, I think that's, like, nerve-wracking in any case, like, because you don't ever fully know, but my parents already knew were pretty, like I said, like, my family's pretty non-traditional, pretty progressive, Mm -hmm. so I didn't really have a huge fear telling her. I knew I wasn't gonna get in, like, a lot of trouble or anything. I just wasn't sure how she was gonna take it, but she's like, okay, that's cool. Really? That's yeah. It? I remember we, I think we like were like at the mall one day. We were like getting back in the car after, and I like decided to tell her because I was like, this seems like a good time. You're like breaking every single stereotype <laughs> people have about like Indian families, period, like in Canada, like if, in general. <laughs> what? Yeah. Your family's so open. And, yeah, no, and for understanding. sure. Holy moly. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about that because I know it in brown families or in Indian families, I guess. They're, like, the stereotype is, like, you know, there's arranged marriages and stuff like that. And did your parents ever talk to you about anything like that growing up? No, uh, we were, like I said, we were pretty lucky. Like, we didn't have, like, a lot of the pressures, especially for that type of stuff. My parents really were focused. Their big focus for us is, like, education and just, like, getting ahead. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay. they wanted us to focus on that before they, we ever had to think about that. And my parents also had a love marriage. They, oh, you guys, you call it love marriage. Yeah. I love, that sounds so much better. That sounds so much better, <laughs> Like, yeah. I feel like when, like, when I'm talking to other brown kids, like, they yeah. get it. Like, you call it, like, love mar- marriage versus arranged marriage. Can you 
So, yeah, love marriage is, like, when you meet someone and actually, like, fall in love with them and then decide to get married on your own versus, like, you being set up with someone and being told, like, this is who you're marrying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I have a friend who had a love marriage, I guess, when you when you explain it like that. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess it's pretty common in Indian culture. Um, I think it's common for, like, I, I think less so now to be, like, arranged being, like, this is who you're marrying, but it's mm-hmm. more like, um... Like an introduction. Introduction, like, oh, this is a nice candidate. Yeah. What do you think about this boy? <laughs> I, yeah, love marriage sounds so much better. Also, I feel like it doesn't even, like, love marriage doesn't even really make that much sense because it's just, if you're just, like, thinking, like, hey, what do you think about that? Yeah. It's, it's just, like, a normal way to meet someone almost, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, that's how, like, and, yeah, no, my parents are pretty good about that type of stuff. Like, my brother's had a few, like, long-term relationships. I haven't, but, like, I've been on a couple of dates here and there, and, like, mm-hmm. both my parents know about that, so, like... I've been, like, they're not, like, super strict about the dating stuff. Have they tried to, like, introduce you to someone? Have they been, like, oh, here's a candidate, blah, blah, blah. Do they bring men and women? Like, like, <laughs> like how does that work? No, I mean, I've never had... My mom's kind of funny, so she's had a... Like, this is a great story. She's had a best friend since she was in university. Oh. And they were so close that they always said, like, oh, if we grow up and have kids that are around the same age, we're getting them married so that we can be sisters. <laughs> right. So... My mom had, like, her, she had a son, and then my mom and her both had two more sons who were the same age, mm. and then my mom had me right. three years later, and they're like, oh my god, you have a girl now, we can get them married. Yeah. So I've lived with the joke all growing up that I was going to marry this guy who's, like, my brother, and I was like, I'm not marrying him. <laughs> and I was like, me and, like, the oldest brother have a joke going on that it's like, okay, you need to adopt me so that he's my uncle, and then all of a sudden oh I can't god. marry <laughs> Like, that's the only way we're, like, stopping this. <laughs> Um, but that's, like, the only, like, joke about an arranged marriage that we have in this house, like, Nice, yeah. so, so it's pretty open, like, it's pretty there, open, there's like, no, what, what do you, what kind of stereotypes do you think a lot of people have about Indian families that people get wrong often? Ooh, I mean, the thing is, I know, like, a lot of stereotypes that are, like, true, that are not necessarily true for every family, but they're true for some families, like, the super strict, overbearing parents, But, Mm -hmm. like, my family isn't like that. But, like, I said, I have a best friend who her family tends to be super strict. Like, can you give me some examples of, like, what? Um, Even going out. So, like, I'm allowed to, like, go out with friends whenever I want. Like, as long as I tell them where I'm going, they're like, oh, you're going to be out for the night? Okay, cool. Like, just text us when you're coming home. Mm -hmm. For her, it's, like, she lives, like, 10 blocks from here. Yeah. She can't even get to my house most of the time. Really? Yeah. Like, she's not even allowed to walk over here. Oh, my god. Without, like, having to, like, set up, like, 10 days of planning or something. Or waiting until her parents, like, leave the house so she can sneak out. Is it, is it, like, do you know why they're so strict, or? Um, I think in Indian culture, like, it's not so hard on boys, but on girls, it tends to be, like, if you do something wrong, you're gonna dishonor your whole family. Oh, okay. So, like. very, like. Yeah. Yeah, like, Confucianism. Yeah, like exactly. Asian, yeah. So, it's, like, the whole idea of, like, even if, like, her, like, I don't think her parents so much cared about her going, like, hanging out with guys, but it was, like, if anyone else sees you with a boy, what are they gonna think? oh right it was like that type of thing so like it's i think like, how dare she date yeah or right? even like be around a boy like that's that's wrong oh, wow. and especially because she got like one of our me her and our best friend hunter all hung out and he was a white dude mm-hmm. so all three of us walked out <laughs> hunter, to- hunter's a white guy name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really yeah, is. we all like walked out of the school together one day and her she was picking her lunch up from her mom because she was dropping it off that day and uh she got yelled at that night because like all three of us were together when we walked out oh because the white guy was yeah there. It was really wow. weird, and she told me about that, and I was like, I didn't even think about because, like, I thought if all three of us were together, it'd be a little bit different. Like, she's not mm-hmm. just alone with a boy, mm-hmm. but even, like, all three of us being together, and her parents knew me really well at that point, too, right. so it's just, like, it's crazy to think that, like, some parents are still that strict. Yeah, like, 
especially being like like her parents and her whole family is like really educated too like it's not like they're like moved over from india like in the last 20 years you know what i mean like they grew up here they got their degrees they're both pharmacists and they're still that strict yeah like that's the crazy part like i understand sometimes families coming over from india because the culture there is still different totally different yeah so like you can understand it at a level but when like families who i know have lived here their whole lives it's like you wonder how that like cult like that culture hasn't died out when you're like around a different like general society mm-hmm. right dang that's crazy yeah does she ever like talk about like her parents and like her mental health and or like do her parents ever talk about mental health because i know like in canadian culture we're like mental health is so sexy now you know what i mean like <laughs> we talk about it all the time oh for sure for sure i mean she yeah she definitely got to some low points like she but her parents because they are pharmacists i think they see that a little bit more so she did end up like going to therapy and like end up on antidepressants and stuff like that um and so her parents they were cool with her going on antidepressants yeah so they actually like but again i think it's because they're pharmacists like, i was just gonna say it's probably like, they're pharmacists, it's, like yeah. probably because of that so at least they like they understand that whole side of it wow. but i still think like yeah the cultural values are still really ingrained yeah that's crazy yeah wow i, I wanted to ask about um like dating and like what dating is like for you or if there's like a certain like kind of brown dating culture like for example oh, yeah. like like chinese people or like east asians or vietnamese people whatever like the asian the the dating culture is like the guy does everything for the girl and um he's basically her slave oh my <laughs> God. so so like he has to drive and pick her up and pay for everything and like it's just it's very intense and then with oh, white, wow. in white culture white couples or whatever it's very equal from what i've heard right yeah and in my experience too it's like split the bill yeah no, you do that i did that for you now you do that for me blah blah right yeah, yeah so is it different in brown dating culture and have you had experience there uh i mean for brown people there's not really a dating culture it's like oh here's the person you're gonna marry go get married <laughs> so that's quite different well yeah no i mean that happened to my uncle like he actually got married like you would think this like whole tradition has died out but they sent him off to india got him married and then he came back with his wife okay yeah, he had never yeah. met her in his life oh so he he, he met her there and then he met the- her at the wedding <laughs> he met her at the wedding and he's from canada yeah. <laughs> like he grew up here oh my god what, why was he okay with that or i guess he just I- his parents like again his parents were super traditional and strict i mean like he's in my mom's generation because my mm. mom's cousin mm-hmm. so it's still like a generation up for me but you'd still think at that point like you would have some leeway but like his parents are super overbearing and i think he just went with it because he didn't want to like do it on his own yeah could i ask how old he was when he got married oh i have no idea. i think he's in his late 20s right now maybe that, early 30s right now he's in his late 20s i think that so he got married like early i think so i could be wow. wrong about like the exact age Wait, your uncle is in your late 20s man i feel old now um <laughs> like he might be early 30s but like my okay. mom's generation of like she's the oldest and she's like in her like early 50s oh, okay okay so from her down and it's because her parents also in indian culture that's a big thing you have like tons of siblings right same with vietnamese culture like, yeah like yeah like i think my dad has like nine siblings or something like that yeah my family's considered small because well, my dad has no siblings, but he was like oh. he was raised with a single mom and he was like an only child. That so, is a really unique story. Oh my god. That is, like yeah. especially so his like mom moved over here and he like yeah, he grew up like working three jobs or whatever, like So your grandma moved to Canada um with your dad, like when he was small. Yeah. And then she did everything. Like yeah. she worked from the way from the ground up. Yeah, she like worked whatever jobs she could and like she got like yeah, she like tried to and he 
worked three jobs at a time and stuff like that and got himself through university. Oh my god, yeah. it's like a Cinderella story. For sure. And now he's like, well, yeah, you know, like he works. <laughs> um, um, Sabrina's dad makes a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> she, her house is very nice. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Like literally from the ground up. Yeah. That is like the real Canadian dream For sure. Story. That's like the whole, like that's the thing. I always like look at that story and I'm like, if that's possible, like anything's possible because like they made it from like nothing to like where they are now. It's like great. Yeah. Your dad drives like an Aston Martin, right? Uh, he drives a Porsche, yeah. A, a, a Porsche Aston Martin. Same, same, same. He used to drive an Aston Martin, right? I think. No, that no? was, um, oh, that's did the Peter other- tell you? Peter would tell me like it's a bunch of rich people cars in the parking lot yeah yeah that's our, our CEO is oh, the one okay. who got the Aston Martin uh, okay. I don't know where it is he hasn't driven it for a long time I'm kind of yeah. sad <laughs> so so yeah I guess there's not much of a dating culture in, in brown culture it's, it's more of like getting married yeah so like I said my family it doesn't tend to be like that like my brother's had a couple long term relationships yeah. he's been seeing this girl for like two years Aww. and like my parents aren't like putting any pressure to like get married and stuff like that they're like take as long as you need but, like, I know a lot of friends who are like, yeah, I'll tell my parents when we're about to get married. <laughs> like, like they'll date someone, and it's like, um, I'm like, oh, are you going to tell your parents? And they're like, yeah, when we get married. Like, when we're, when we're, like, when we're two months out from, like, wanting to get married. Oh, my god! Yeah. And it's just because, like, if, because they're not, like, they're not supposed to date. Yeah, it's this, like, really weird thing of, like, um, I think in brown culture, again, like, there's a whole thing about, like, education is really big. So they want you to, like, go to school, get your education, do all this. But then it's like... Yeah, don't date through any of it. Like, don't date until, like, you're older yeah. and stuff like that. Finish your education. But then as soon as you're, like, done university, they're like, why aren't you married? Right. <laughs> it's right, like, right, right. at 26, you finish your education. 27, it's like, why aren't you married? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, like, all speedy. Like, okay, well, let's get you married and let's yeah, start your life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, your family's super progressive. Yeah, so my yeah. mom's younger sister is married to, like, a white guy. And he has two, like, she has two stepkids. Because, oh my gosh. yeah, he wait, had. Wait, wait, wait. Your younger sister? My mom's younger sister. Oh, your mom's younger sister. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'll just be like, aren't you 19? <laughs> yeah, okay. no. My mom's younger sister is like married to a white guy who already had kids from a previous marriage. Because that's like a no no. That's a, like. That's a huge no. Hilarious story. Like, my aunt came home and she got married later in life. Like, she was in her, like, mid 30s, I think, okay. or something like that. But yeah. she, like, came home to my, like, her mom. So, like, my grandma. And she was like, so look. <laughs> listen I'm about to like I'm, I've seen this guy and like you know yeah. I really like him and stuff like that and my grandma's like oh okay that's good and she's like he's white and my grandma's like mm. okay that's fine like you know whatever like yeah. that's like we're not like racist here and like my mom also has an older half sister who's half white because her dad had a kid before he went back to India a long time no ago way. he didn't know about this kid for like 25 years either that's no. a, that's okay. a totally another time we talk about that later yeah we'll yeah. come back to okay, that, we'll come back like, to so that. she's like yeah you already have like a white sister so that's okay and then she's like well he's divorced too and she's like well your brother had a divorce a while ago so like we can't judge someone on that and she's like okay well he also has two step or he has two kids already and she's like well you never want to have kids and i want grandchildren so that's okay oh my gosh and my, my aunt basically turned to her and was like what do i have to say for you to say no to this wedding exactly. <laughs> like, like, he's like this big burly biker dude with like tattoos and stuff too oh my gosh but like he is the friendliest guy like he's like i always grew up with him being my favorite uncle like he's Aww. great um he's such a nice dude like he's such a big teddy bear yeah, um, like, I always hear about biker dudes being, like, the nicest dudes, yeah, right? Yeah, no, he's, it's, like, absolutely... Yeah. <laughs> he used to take us, like, for rides on his motorbike, and it was super fun. Oh, that sounds so fun, man. But I want to hear about your... Your dad had a kid he didn't know about? Oh, my grandfather, yeah. Oh, your grandpa... Your... What? What, what, what? What's the story? <laughs> so, yeah. So, this is my mom's dad. So, when he was younger, he actually was a 
freedom fighter in India. Like, he was, a, like, one of the rebels. So oh, he, that's like, so cool. He fought against the government and all that type of stuff. Like, oh, he I was, love like, it. Yeah, he was, like, a crazy man. He's an anarchist. Oh, yeah, for sure. Totally. He, was, he is such a cool dude. Mm-hmm. But he had a crazy life. So he moved to Canada for a while, and he was with a woman and didn't realize that she had gotten pregnant before he went back to India. Oh, no. So he went back to India and got married and had my mom. Like, he got married, like, right away. I think he went, like, well, he was back there for a few years, and then, yeah, he got married to my, uh, obviously, grandma. like, yeah, my grandma, and they moved back to Canada with my mom, and then had two more kids, and I think my mom was pregnant with my brother, or something like that, like, so, I think it was, like, maybe 25 years ago, mm-hmm. and they found out that, like, this, like, this woman just called and was like, oh, is Gurmail Thandi there, which is my grandfather, and they and my mom's sister picked up the phone, and she's like, no, he's not here right now, why? And she's like, well, I think he's my dad what <laughs> yeah and they were like they were all standing on the phone like who the hell is this person right am i being punked like what's yeah they're like okay we don't have a lot of money so is she trying to get money because this is not the place you <laughs> come to like a, some weird scam like, yeah exactly <laughs> so they did eventually like meet up so she came out to visit them and then like they so knew sh- so she came from where she lives in houston bc oh, okay, okay so she lives a little oh, bit like, further up now up. Yeah. yeah so like they're like like yeah country kids like type of thing yeah so but they knew as soon as she came down like she looked like the rest of the family they're like yep oh my god (laughs) like that can't be wrong they're like this is not a scam this is not a scam (laughs) like this girl's our sister so yeah it's uh that's their older half sister no way so so how did your grandpa like so your grandpa like took her in and was like oh my god i didn't know you existed like yeah so it was like really weird because then they got to know each other and like you would like a lot of people would think that my grandma would be really mad but she like accepted her as her own kid your family is so chill. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, like, it was crazy. Like, like, race aside, it doesn't even matter. It's just, like, so, everyone is so accepting. Yeah, like, there's not much. Like, you, it was kind of funny, because even my aunt, before she got married, like, she had a best friend, Jatinder, and, like, those two spent their entire lives together and stuff like that, and my grandma just wanted her to get married so bad. She's like, I just want you to get married. Can you just marry her, if anything? Like, <laughs> was totally fine. Like, just get married. Just get married, Yeah. So, like, that's what I was like, well, if my grandma ever finds out I'm bi, then, you know, I don't think I'll have a problem. Oh, my God. Dude, yeah. that's so, it's so crazy that you are bi. Like, it, it, not that being bi is crazy, but I'm just like, this whole situation. Yeah. But you know what I've noticed? Um, I think it's because, like, I'm getting old, too. But I feel like young people, I feel like there's a lot more young people that are, like, or young women that are bisexual now. Yeah. Do you know, is that a thing? Because I feel like I've noticed that too. Um, okay. I feel like one of the big reasons is like as time progresses, like people are more accepting and stuff. Right. Because I think in the past, like if you were a bi woman, you could easily get away with being straight. You know what I mean? Like right. it's not right, but like well, people, they did what they had to do. Well, and people wouldn't. Well, and the thing is like if you're a bi woman, I think people in the past would be like, you're just fake bi. You're only bi so guys yeah. will like you or something. Or like even like that or just like oh, like, she's doing it for attention or something, or, right, like, right. you just haven't met the right man or exactly, whatever. Exactly, exactly. Right? Like, it's that whole thing that's, like, oh, you're just going through a phase. Yeah, yeah, Right? Like, that's what uh, bi kids get a lot, is, like, oh, you're going through a phase. Mm-hmm. And it's never, like, oh, this is actually your identity. Right. Um. So I think now it's a lot easier, like, people are more accepting of different identities, which mm-hmm. is kind of nice, because it's a lot easier to come out. Okay, okay. So maybe that's why. Because I think maybe before the number of bi people was, like, the same. But yeah. But people just didn't come out. Yeah. I mean, there's been studies to even show that, like, most women are, like, at least a little bit on the bi spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't know if it's true or not, but I feel right, like right. my female friends all, like, talk like that too much that I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I believe that. <laughs> I would believe it if someone told me that, like. Whoa, man. Um, so have you traveled outside of Canada? 
Yeah, so I went to India once when I was three or four years old. It was when my mom's brother was getting married. Oh, nice. Um, so he, yeah, he went back to, well, because, again, his, um, the person he married was actually, like, the sister of one of his friends, mm-hmm. but she lived in India the whole time, and so he, the friend actually set them up, but they never met in person. They talked on the phone for months. Oh, cute. And then he's like, um, his parents were, like, my grandparents were going to India, and he's like, look, I need you to go over there. And see what she looks like, and tell me if it's good. Oh, he didn't even know what she looked like. They no, only talked on the they phone. They only talked on the phone. No FaceTime. Well, think about how long ago. <laughs> oh, right. Wow. Like this was like early two thousands or whatever. That's just voice alone. Yeah. So he like fell in love with her over the phone, and then his oh my, God, I gran- love that. Uh, my grandparents went there and like met her and stuff, and then they eventually planned the wedding, and he went over and met her. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so you went to that. Do you remember how it was like when you were in India? Um, yeah, it was actually like a really fun thing. So I was like three or four and I don't have a lot of memories from when I was a kid, but like being in like, we were in a little small town village where my grandparents grew up, mm-hmm. or at least I think it was my grandma's village. So we were like staying there and they have a big uh, house there. So we all like stayed in one big house and it was so cute because there was like fruit trees right outside. So every morning you'd go get like pick your fruit for breakfast and there was like a, there was a a uh, farm down the street where you go like milk the cows in the morning get your milk for tea and all that. <laughs> like it was like really like yeah that like type of really farm life living but it was so yeah. much fun and like having all the like the traditional ceremonies and stuff like um like actually in india like it was super nice like everything was outdoors and like it was all so pretty so did you go back after that or no no i've never actually been back it, is there a reason why you haven't gone back um i think whenever my family travels we just like we like to travel like somewhere new so right. it's kind of cool to like just go like like my family really likes to explore and stuff like that and i think i'm like definitely the most adventurous in the family so like mm-hmm. especially for me it's like i want to go all over what kind of interesting things have you seen um abroad or, or what kind of things do you um i mean when we were in england it was actually kind of funny because we stayed with my mom so like some of my mom's family mm-hmm. who lives out there and well we ended up staying with two different families so the first family like they're a little bit more like like not on the wealthy end so they stayed in like a little like a kind of a like more lower class neighborhood and stuff like that but it was like a very like indian neighborhood which was weird because it felt like i was back home oh like in england in england it was like the same like neighborhood as my own where it's like everyone was their version of surrey yeah literally (laughs) it was crazy and i was like oh my god i feel like i'm back home um and then her except everyone speaks with a british accent (laughs) it's so funny to like see my british uncle like all of a sudden open his mouth and you just hear like the british accent like come out Mm -hmm. about like a very brown looking man and you're like (laughs) you're like you kind of like have to sit there and like in shock for a minute and you're like oh wait what what is happening (laughs) yeah no that was like the best part about england was all the accents Mm -hmm. really fun we love british accents so much yeah it's such a weird thing like you always grow up but like every t- it just sounds so pretty like why yeah why do we like them so much because like indian people don't have a nice accent <laughs> no it's not just indian people but it's just like like australian accents or, yeah. or something like that like i i don't know why we're so obsessed with accents i maybe i'm just like really conservative i really like the american accent <laughs> you like the deep south like texas. <laughs> the deep south texan accent yeah that's my favorite the... man um when you travel abroad and people like obviously people are gonna be like oh my god where are you from and then when you say canada do you yeah. ever get like pushback from that or people are like no you can't be from canada because you're not white um no i've never gotten that but when we went so i went on a school trip to ashland oregon so we uh we did yeah we were going to a shakespeare festival yeah i was a big nerd in high school but uh we went to a shakespeare festival down there so we took a bus and we stopped in a mcdonald's because we like drove overnight so we just stopped in to get breakfast that morning and uh, we stopped at this place, and our teacher was white, but the rest of the kids were, like, mostly 
like East Asian and South Asian. I love that. Because so like funny. that's everyone from our school. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So like we were all sitting there eating and stuff, and our teacher was super friendly. So he made friends with like this group of white dudes, like older white dudes who mm-hmm. were all sitting there, and uh, he's like, they even like leaned over to me and they're like, so like. Is this like a <laughs> like? Why is everyone? Brown they're like they're like, they're like is this like a international trip? <laughs> and we were just like, like, are you a teacher from India or China? Like, what's going? They on? thought we like traveled That's, halfway across oh the world. God. I was like, no, we're like ten hours north. <laughs> No, this is Canada. <laughs> this is Canada, yeah. That was really funny. So I think that's the only time I've ever gotten, like, a weird... Usually when I go to the States, though, like, people will point out that we're Canadian before they point out that we're Indian. When you go to the States? Yeah, because... Like, what do you mean? How, how? Apparently we have an accent. I had no idea until I went oh. to the States a couple times, but we have, like, a Canadian accent. Oh, I know a Canadian accent exists. I've never been told that I have it because I feel like I sound extra American just because I grew up watching like so many TV shows. Okay. But but how do you how do you apologize? Say the S word. Sorry. Yeah. See, so like, do you know that's a very Canadian? <laughs> yeah. It's like sor- sorry. I, I was actually like, yeah, no, I used to have a thing with a guy from the States and he'd always make fun of me because I say A a lot. Yeah. Like okay, a ridiculous yeah. amount and I didn't notice until he pointed it out. Or, and I he's like, Yeah, you do have like a Canadian accent and I never knew it until people like from America pointed it out to me. That's yeah. We were mm-hmm. in uh we went on a Disney cruise and like in Florida we were standing in line for a water slide and we were talking to like this family next to us and they're like, Oh, you must be from Canada and we're like, Oh yeah, how'd you know? And they're like, You have a Canadian accent <laughs> I was sitting there like as a ten year old like, What the hell is a Canadian accent? Yeah, what do you mean? I thought we sounded the same. How dare you? Yeah, no, I've, I've gotten that whenever I speak to my friends and, like, the A slips out. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, you said A. <laughs> and I was like, it's not that funny, right? Is it? I feel like, no, we have, like, one buddy in my group who, uh, he grew up in New Brunswick for a while. Like, he lived there for quite a few years. And he's like, you think we have a Canadian accent? He's like, you should go over there. Dude. They, like, have the stereotypical Canadian, like... The, hey man, how like I, I can't even. Do I, I it. Can't, we can't do it. We can't do it. He can do it. It's so funny when he does it because like he's got he can do it so well. Um, but he's like, yeah, if you go over there, like that's like the like that's a Canadian accent. No, because like yeah, I would say definitely like from like we're from the West Coast, so we definitely sound way more American. Yeah, but the further east you go, the more oh, Canadian for sure. it gets. Like, it's like yeah, I was uh. Even in Toronto, I feel like it's, like, thicker, which is, like, weird, because, like, yeah, even is. Toronto is, like, pretty Americanized, like, we're all pretty, mm-hmm. I feel like we all sound pretty neutral, like, for what we consider neutral. Right. They don't, but they still, I feel like, sound a little bit more Canadian than we do. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of what, have you ever spoken to a Newfie? Someone from Newfoundland? Oh, no. Do, do you even know they're called Newfies? Yeah, I do. Okay, okay. Well, because, yeah, like, that <laughs> okay. friend, he's like, yeah, we went, to, we were in Newfoundland for a bit, and he's like, that's, like, even worse. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, I thought they were from Ireland. <laughs> like, I was like, whoa, what, what, where are you from? They're like, Newfoundland. I was like, oh, Canada. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, you're a bit of a nerd. Yeah. Yeah. So like, how did you become a nerd? How did you get into nerd things? So it's actually mostly my dad. Like my dad raised us very much in his, uh, his lifestyle. So he, he found a lot of this stuff when he was in, like, I think when he was younger and in university, because, like I said, he grew up with a single mom, so he had to find ways to entertain himself a lot. Oh, yeah, because he had no siblings and stuff, too. Yeah, he was an only child, so he uh, spent a lot of time, uh, he's a huge Star Trek fan. Oh, my god! Like, ridiculous, yeah, he's, like, crazy into Star Trek, but he got into, like, Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and all that type of stuff, like, as he got older, like, that's just his personality, and, like, so that was just always around us. So, as like, I always grew up, like, the first movie apparently I ever saw in theaters when I was two years old was the new Star Wars movie that came out at that oh. point. <laughs> so, like, whatever, I think it was the second one that came out in 2002, and uh, that was apparently my first movie that I ever went to. Oh, 
So, but your your dad's story is like so interesting. Do you know a lot about it? Like, could, could I ask? Like, how how did he? How did he like? So he went to university. Yeah. And then what did he study? So he's a uh, he's a metallurgical engineer. A what? Metallurgical. So they work. <laughs> uh, it's a lot. I don't know the exact definition, but it's like uh, they work with rocks and minerals and stuff like that, which okay, is what like okay. our work is about. Okay. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. He he put himself through university. Um, working, like, three different jobs and stuff like that. Like, he worked really hard to, like, get there. And it was funny, because he even said, like... And that's why I think he's, like, really, like, not so hard on me and my brother. Like, he just wants us to always try our best, because he's, like, when I was in high school, I didn't get good grades. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, like, I tried, but, like, he's, like, I just wasn't, like, book smart, right? Mm -hmm. And he's, like, I just barely got into university, and then I worked my ass off to, like, get my degree and stuff like that, and now he's doing so well. And, uh... It's just, like, a crazy story, but, like, he... Yeah, he does metallurgical engineering, which is, like, one of the top paid engineering programs. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, wow. That's... I always find, like, when I talk to people when their parent is, like, a doctor or a lawyer or, like, they make a lot of money, Mm -hmm. they usually don't put that much pressure on their kids. Like, they're, like, pretty cool with their kids, like, becoming an artist or something. For sure. Yeah, would you say that's I feel like that... Yeah, I think that's, like, um... Both my parents are, like, like I said, pretty educated. Like, they both have master's degrees, and they both, like... But I think it's because they wanted to be, like, get to that point. I think they, like, that's what they, like, they know... They wanted it, like, it wasn't a pressure on Yeah, you have to want it yourself. Like, no one can force you to Mm. do, like, that type of stuff. Because if you get forced into it, that makes you more, like, resentful of it. Exactly, And I think they were, like, yeah, like, even my parents, like, I wanted to be like a baker or something when I'm older like I want to open up my own bakery do you do yeah but right now I'm going to school for my chemistry degree Mm -hmm. because they're always like it's important to like have a fallback but it's also like we don't care what you do just go to university for the experience yeah because it does open your mind so much more and like it changes you as a person like going through university so like it's Mm -hmm. a good experience more than anything like we don't care if you're like a straight a student or a straight b student or a straight c student like do your best and get through university and get your degree because it's more about the experience and having that like backup set too Right. So I think that was, like, a huge thing for them is why they don't put pressure on us is because they just want us to be happy but also be, like, secure in our life. Yeah. So you want to be a baker? Yeah. yeah what, 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 how did you... When did you know you wanted to be a baker? Uh, that's actually kind of funny because I grew up with a uh, really bad eczema. So I had uh, really bad, like, infections and stuff. Like, on your face and body? Or? Yeah. I can't tell at all right now. Yeah, yeah no, it's, like, yeah. completely pretty much gone now. Mm. But, um... When I was gr- growing up, it was really, really bad. Like, uh, and I couldn't eat a lot of store bought sweets. <gasps> Wait, is you're gonna go and tell me you're celiac? No, I oh, actually okay. never. Had, no, I okay, didn't. No. I mean, I had gluten intolerance, but it was never like bad as celiacs. Okay, okay. But um, yeah, it was just really hard for me to eat anything from store bought because like a lot of harsh chemicals would make my like uh, infections flare up. Oh. So I actually started learning how to bake at a really young age so that I could still eat sweets. Oh my god. Because I was such, like, I had such a bad sweet tooth growing mm-hmm, up, mm-hmm. but having to, like, give up all of that was, like, the worst thing. So if I figured if I started making it, like, you know exactly what's in there. There's no, like, right. random process, like, processed chemicals and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. And so I got really into it. Yeah. And as I got older, I just did it more and more. And I love, like, decorating and making, like, cool little creations. So. Oh my gosh. And you're, have you, you've told your parents that you want to... Yeah. Yeah. My dad's actually, like, the person, he's like, well, by the time you get to that point, like, I'll be retired. I'll help you, like, set up the business and stuff like that. Oh. Oh, so nice. Wow, your family's so chill. Yeah. They're so nice. This is like a... Breaking every Indian stereotype. Yeah, breaking every Indian stereotype, every Asian stereotype. Yeah. Yeah, Sabrina, oh my gosh, dude. (laughs) Okay, well, like, thank you so much for for coming on the podcast. Oh, for sure. Dude, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's always good to, like, get, you know, a different side out there and stuff like that. Yeah, so people totally. don't, like, hear the same narrative of, like, these, like, strict Asian families must be a doctor, must be a lawyer. Right. <laughs> and then you're, you're like, I want to be a baker. And your dad's like, I'll help you set up your bakery <laughs> shop. Like, what? For sure. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And I'll see everyone on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Pass the poutine. Pass the poutine. Pass the poutine.